Now today's federal newscast. 57% of employees at the Veterans Affairs Department say they're satisfied with their jobs in an employee engagement survey. VA implemented its own survey this year. Secretary Robert Wilkie says the survey shows improvement, but the workforce continues to give senior leadership low marks. Only 49% say senior leaders generate high levels of motivation in the workplace. Federal employees continue to retire later and later. The Office of Personnel Management says the average retirement age for feds is now 61.8 years. The report was made up of most full-time employees of the executive branch, excluding the Postal Service and many intelligence agencies. The number of retirement claims is up 24% from last year. The Congressional Research Service lays out where the Trump administration needs help from Congress in implementing its reorganization proposal. CRS says OPM has the administrative authority to reorganize its functions, but Congress may need to amend OPM's statutory authority in Title V. Shifting OPM's retirement services to the General Services Administration may also need a statutory change. Look for five new job classifications out of an OPM initiative. More now from Tom Temin in today's management report. Deputy Chief of Staff Steve Billy says the new occupational and associated pay systems will be finished within a year. An interagency advisory group will help OPM come up with these specific jobs. He says they'll be outside of the general schedule system but operate within competitive merit principles. Billy cites a 20-year-old but never used Title V provision giving OPM the authority to establish the jobs. I'm Tom Temin. Democratic lawmakers and the General Services Administration clash again on plans for the FBI headquarters. Five House members released new emails from GSA, FBI, and White House officials. They claim President Trump played a major role in scrapping plans for a new campus in suburban Maryland or Virginia. GSA said it stands by its claims FBI Director Chris Wray decided to keep his agency in D.C. The first step to combating fraud in your agency is knowing you have a fraud problem. It's the first part in the new anti-fraud playbook developed by the CFO Council and Bureau of the Fiscal Service. The document divides the plays into four phases, each with information to help agencies reduce the risks they face. The playbook also clarifies actions needed to streamline program integrity initiatives to help agencies reduce the amount of money lost through improper payments. The Navy takes the next step to modernize its NMCI network. The Navy officially reaches the end of the beginning of its network convergence and modernization effort called NGEN-R. The Navy's Program Executive Office Enterprise Information Systems issues the second of two requests for proposals under the Next Generation Enterprise Network Recompete, or NGEN-R. The Navy is seeking a vendor to deliver most of the IT infrastructure that makes up the Navy's portion of NMCI, including voice, video, and data services. Bids are due January 10th. I'm Jason Miller. The Army Soldier for Life program is broadening its reach to -to soon-to-be retirees. The organization's focus is changing as the veteran unemployment rate stays at about 3.9%. The expansion includes a new publication called Change of Mission for service members who have served 17 years or more to help prepare them for retirement. The newsletter will prepare soldiers for retirement and inform them of benefits. Change of Mission will be delivered quarterly to soldiers' email addresses. The military may not see funding in 2020 like it has in the past two years. Federal News Network Scott Massioni reports. President Trump asks his cabinet members to cut their budgets by 5% for the 2020 fiscal year. It's still unclear if that decrease applies to the Defense Department, which tends to be exempt from certain restriction. Defense Secretary Jim Mattis was not in the room when Trump made the announcement. President Trump later stated he thought the 2020 defense budget would be about $700 billion. That would amount to approximately a 2.2% drop from 2019's budget. I'm Scott Massioni. Find these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.